we are on to week three. But first, we look back at a crazy week two and break it all down here on Coaching from the Couch. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Coaching from the Couch. This episode is the NFL edition uh, of the pod, uh, and I am no not here by myself. We are here, separated, but here uh, with the boy, uh, Blake. What's going on? Nothing much. Ready to talk some NFL talk, boy. That's right. That's right. Everyone's favorite, I'm sure. So uh, we've got uh, we've got stars. We've got uh, scrubs. We've got uh, you know big time big time players. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a fun week of NFL. So we are here to break it down and uh, let's let's jump on into it. Uh, breaking down week two. Um, and what a game we had to start off the week with the Los Angeles Chargers going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Ended up losing 27-24 on Thursday night. Um, and yeah, what a game. And unfortunate that uh, Chargers were able to, lost that game, but boy, uh, Kansas City looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we uh, talked about it a little bit on the on the last pod because because we were late on late on that one. But That's yeah, right. it's um, suck that sucks that uh, Herbie had to go down in that you know in that manner with his ribs. But man, he he just proved he's a dog. Um, so it was a, it was a tough game. You know, obviously two teams that we're going to be talking about uh, deep into the deep into the season. Both teams are going to be great. So you know, great matchup um great game so yeah that was definitely definitely one if you tuned in it was, that was a good one that did, didn't disappoint at all <laughs> no no for sure uh herbert does end up getting hurt uh gets a kind of a shot to the ribs kind of get some bruised cartilage or something like that so hopefully he's all right and he can be kind of get back on track for the next week because he's yeah he's a he's a phenomenal talent but um uh yeah it's not guaranteed he's back so We'll have to wait and see on that. And yeah, again, Chiefs keep on rolling. And um, they've got the favorable matchup next week, which we'll talk about in the next segment. But uh, they might start 3-0, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, and then we've got these Sunday games, which uh, they were some entertaining games. Uh, maybe the craziest one of them all. New York Jets had the Cleveland Browns. And what a game that was. I did not see that one coming. Honestly, you know, the day before the games, I always kind of look through the games and be like, okay, you know, uh, we have the capability to watch four at the same time, but uh, we, we've always got our commanders game on, you know, we're always kind of more focused on that game because that's our team. 
But uh, then we kind of have three others that were off to the side that we kind of periodically look at. And when I was looking through the game Saturday night, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to turn on the New York Jets <laughs> Cleveland game. <laughs> that was the one I just kind of skipped over and be like, no, we're not going to worry about that one. But I was wrong. I probably should have because that was maybe the most <laughs> entertaining game of them all. First of all, that that was the battle of two of the greatest quarterbacks to, to ever live. You've got <laughs> Jacoby Brissett and right. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Old man Joe, back talk, at it. Talk about two of the, the greatest QBs ever. No, but uh, really the the battle of the craps is, is kind of what that was. But, uh, hey, they put up points, and it ended up being a real close game. You know, Cleveland had a chance there at the end, and uh, – Ugly man Jacoby ended up, uh, you know, kind of blowing the chances, throwing an interception there. But uh, still tough game. Uh, Good for New York to get a dub without Zach. You know, that kind of softens the blow as a Jets fan. Yeah. Um, To see, uh, you know, Joe Flacco get a a win there. But, uh, yeah, that that one was a, I don't know, again, Battle of the Battle of the Craps, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Um, I've got a crazy stat. I, I probably should see if I can't find here, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you missed it, uh, Cleveland uh went up like two. Was it two? Yeah, I believe two touchdowns. Uh, with like two minutes left, uh, Nick Chubb ends up running in another touchdown to go up fourteen. Uh, New York's down 14 with two minutes left. They don't have any timeouts. Uh, Cleveland goes ahead, kicks it to the Jets. Um, and then Jets end up scoring <laughs> shortly after getting the kick on a, it, a lot of people thought it was a busted coverage. I saw, um, some, I saw the play again after the fact, and it wasn't, it was actually some really good play calling by the offensive coordinator for the Jets. They've been calling this one play basically all day and just been burning um, the corner for, for Cleveland. I can't remember what the corner, who it was, but he, he was getting burnt all day by this one play. So they run this play again, but this time the corner was ready. He was like, hey, I ain't getting burnt again by this play. And it was a play kind of towards the sideline. And so he kind of maybe thought it was coming because they they were going to want to stop the clock by going out of bounds. And so he's probably sitting there waiting for them to make this play. And they do. And so he jumps the route early thinking he's got it beat, but the receiver, as he, the corner jumps the route, cuts up field <laughs> and just completely burns him wide open. And just, it was a big old touchdown there for, um, uh, shoot. Who was the one that, that caught the touchdown? Um, wasn't Garrett Wilson, but um, he did get one though. Yeah, yeah, Garrett real sh- showed up for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, touched <laughs> touchdown real quick for New York. Um, and then they go ahead and onside it, and it ends up like bouncing off a Browns player. Jets end up getting it back, <laughs> march all the way down, <laughs> score a touchdown with um, uh, Garrett Wilson. And I believe that tied it up, and they decided to go for two to win it. And they were down one, and then went for two. And uh, yeah, I want to say 
they were down um here let's see we can look it up here but um i want to say that touchdown tied it up like they could have kicked the extra point and just you know gone in there with a tie but they ended up going for two and it actually uh ended up winning them the game let's see if i can't uh clarify that here oh no no it ended up uh ended up oh that's right okay okay they ended up um yeah, getting the touchdown, kicking the extra point for the win. But the only reason they were able to go ahead one point was because on the Nick Chubb run with two minutes left, their kicker missed the PAT. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are the odds of that one? <laughs> if he would have made that, it would have been a tie game going into overtime, you know, and, uh, you know, who knows what happens then. But uh, misses the PAT and ends up, Winning the game for New York, basically. So <laughs> unbelievable. So, uh, and like you said, Jacoby had a chance there to get him in the field goal range for the win, but um, uh, ends up throwing an interception in the true Jacoby fashion. So <laughs> it was, yeah, he, uh, he came in clutch right when they needed him. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. So, um, quite the game there. And, um, but hey, yeah, good for New York getting a win there. Good for Joe, Joe Flacco. Um, but basically that was like one of the, um, basically one of the largest comeback wins in, in a short amount of time, basically since like 1950 or something like that. <laughs> and the last time that happened was against the, the Browns again. <laughs> So the Browns did it in the past, <laughs> wow, and they do it the, again. What are the odds of that? <laughs> I know they're just they're just a, a a crappy franchise. I mean, just horrible luck. You can't you can't make this stuff up. So, <laughs> uh, poor Browns fans. So I feel for you guys, but uh, yeah, the Jets Jets deserve the win because they uh, they proved they wanted it more. Um, I'm I'm. I'm Still scrolling here to see if I can't find that stat to, to be more accurate here. But um, let's see. What, what other games here did we have for the week? Uh, we had Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, honestly, that, that game was kind of a snoozer. Uh, it's kind of some good defenses, but I was hoping for more. I just don't think with Jameis Winston, the Saints – are able to compete very well with uh, uh with the Tampa Bay Bucks, but um, yeah, maybe the most storied thing out of that game was Mike Evans <laughs> ends up getting in a fight with uh, uh Marshawn Lattimore, the corner for the Saints. I don't know if you saw that. Those two always have beef. I swear. <laughs> yeah, they're they're always getting into it. Um. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady was, like, talking smack <laughs> to the corner, Marshawn Lattimore, and kind of Marshawn starts heading over there, and then Leonard Fournette was kind of pushing him away, but then Mike Evans just comes flying in and just body slams him, basically. <laughs> and yep. then they, they started just pushing and shoving each other, and, <laughs> and, and yeah, the yeah, Marshawn – or um. Mike Evans ends up getting a suspension for that. Uh, so he'll be suspended the next game. So if he's in your fantasy lineups, uh, get him out of there. Cause he will not be playing next game. 
Um, and uh, one of the funny things is they kind of caught uh, a video of Marsh or Mike Evans talking to the refs after the whole the whole, the whole scuffle, and you could hear him mouthing, "That's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> <laughs> so mike kind of feels the need to uh, you know stand up for you know his his boy tom brady you know probably the greatest player ever so kind of funny they all feel the need to to stand up for their guys so uh but, but yeah if if the most notable thing out of a game is a fight that happened it wasn't a very memorable <laughs> game so uh, yeah um, we don't got to spend too much time on that one um Honestly, I feel the exact same about the uh, New York Jets at Carol or Carolina Panthers at the New York Jets game. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, not much to talk about that. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> yeah, maybe, literally nothing. To yeah, talk about that. <laughs> maybe most notable um, is our prediction that uh, Matt Rule, the quarter, uh, the head coach for the Carolina Panthers, uh, that he's the worst coach in the NFL, is is. Uh, showing to be pretty accurate because uh he is now oh and two with baker mayfield so yeah not looking good there for the panthers he sucks (laughs) yeah kind of just a disappointing disappointing franchise really uh after losing ron rivera and cam newton so uh hopefully they can get back on track at some point but not so sure it's going to be with uh matt rule as as the uh as the head coach um but hey congrats to new york jets fan or new york giants fans they find themselves on top of the nfc east uh for the first time in like a decade it seems like uh i've got a little stat here uh giants through two games so we've got 2017 0 and 2 2018 0 and 2 2019 0 and 2 2020 0 and 2 last year Oh and two. <laughs> they are now two and oh. Two and oh after I mean what seems like forever. So um by the hair on their chinny chin chin. Oh yeah. I mean it hasn't been pretty and they've played some crappy teams, but they they've got it done. So uh good for them. And uh maybe this is the momentum they need to um, you know, <laughs> have some upsets here. Uh, and hey, maybe Brian Dable is the 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 deal, man. Maybe he's the real deal. So I know Giants fans are hoping for that. Uh, but hey, it's a new day for Giants fans. So congrats to them, and we'll see if they can't uh, keep up uh, keep up winning. Uh, I believe they play on uh, Thursday night this this next week. Uh, we'll take a look here. But um, then we've got uh, the New England Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I'll be honest, that was kind of my pick of the game to be be on the lookout for, but uh, it honestly was not a very noteworthy game either. Um, uh, New England ends up winning 17 to 14. Um, but uh, but yeah, this so Pittsburgh is one and one now, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, they because they beat the Bengals last week, so yeah. Uh, they go one and one as uh, new England goes one and one. Uh, but honestly, not much, to, not much to say about that. Uh, besides we might see, um, the rookie out of Pittsburgh here sooner rather than later. Um, 
Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Thank you. Yeah. Just because uh, with how much talent those the Steelers have on offense, uh, you, you've got to be able to put up more points than 14. Uh, I don't care if you're playing Bill Belichick and his, his defense, but yeah, I feel like you got to do better than that. So um, not looking good there. Um, and maybe the upset of the week here, uh, Indianapolis going down to the Jacksonville Jaguars getting shut out 24 to zero, uh, man, kind of surprising, uh, <laughs> Indianapolis goes, zero and two and, uh, Jacksonville finds themselves one and one and, uh, you know, a, a step forward on the, the division there, uh, I know we kind of were keeping an eye on that game. What would what, you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we saw a think a Jacksonville team week one against uh, Washington. I mean, they they're really making improvements. Um, oh yeah, you know, on both sides of the ball. Um, and so I I think we kind of saw what what Jacksonville really can be there against Indianapolis. Um, Oh man, Indianapolis. Wow. What a, what a mess, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it doesn't look good. Um, Matty ice is looking pretty dang old. Uh, a lot of people were high on him. I, I was never very high on old Matty ice. I think he's, I think he sh- should probably be done. I think he's old and uh, kind of washed up, but uh, it'll be interesting to see them. I mean, when you can't even put up a single point against, jacksonville especially when you were in the red zone like three to what two or three times there in the second half and you can't even get a field goal because you're trying to get a touch you know a touchdown right yeah that's embarrassing like uh yep but it just makes the i mean we talked about it It makes the commanders look real good to be able to pick up carson you know and and they all blame it on carson but yeah now they get rid of him and look at oh and two. That's where they start. So, <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. Very dysfunctional franchise. I mean, signs of dysfunction. Uh, we, I kind of mentioned it to you, but after Rodrigo Blankenship, uh, a Pro Bowl kicker for them, missed the the field goal. I think to kind of uh, to win the game. I think last week, um, they cut him. Uh, so I don't even know who was kicking <laughs> field goals or PITs for him, but it seemed a little premature there. Uh, That's like dropping Cooper Cup after dropping <laughs> one pass. Yeah, yeah, like really here, guys. Um, so maybe they actually tried to kick field goals. They just didn't have a kicker, or the kicker is actually worse than Rodrigo Blankenship, <laughs> and um, you know he kept missing them. But um, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, your your prediction of Matt Ryan kind of looking washed is looking more and more true by the game. He ended up throwing three interceptions uh, in this game. Uh, he has now four interceptions. I believe he had one uh, week one. Uh, I thought something interesting. I, I believe the last time Car- or Carson Wentz, uh, when he threw his fourth interception, when he was on the Colts, it was week 14 uh matt, matt ryan has thrown his uh his fourth interception in week two so uh yeah <laughs> not looking good there for the colts but yeah very very disappointing after you know kind of a historic run there after having Peyton manning and then andrew luck uh, and, and even philip rivers so um 
yeah yeah uh not much else to say there but uh hey that's gotta... a funny that's a funny st- statistic though about old maddie Ice's yeah. interceptions yeah yeah so and it doesn't get much easier for the colts they've got to go and play the kansas city chiefs next so <laughs> they probably going to be oh two and one after next week so uh yeah not good um and then but hey yeah you gotta give it to jacksonville uh yeah we knew they were going to be an improved team but they're, they're looking they're looking pretty good so uh they deserve it uh, good for them and uh let's hope they can kind of keep up keep up the winning because yeah they're they're a fun team um Let's see. Then we also had Miami Dolphins at Baltimore Ravens. This was another crazy game. Oh, crazy. Baltimore, uh, yeah, Baltimore just kind of blew up uh, in true Baltimore fashion. And to be honest, I thought it was over uh, from like <laughs> by the start of the second half. But Miami comes storming back uh, behind Tua's 469 passing yards. And <laughs> Freaking Tyreek. That and, sounds fake. <laughs> right? He was freaking blew up. Uh, and then you've got um, uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddle over 170 yards each and two touchdowns each. They just, oh my gosh, just blew up. It was insane. <laughs> um, and uh, ended up coming all the way back and winning 42 to 38. And just stunned Baltimore and their fans. Unbelievable. But, um, wow. Yeah, very impressive there. Uh, but if there's one thing I'm worried about with Miami, it's defensively. I mean, geez. Uh, the fact that they had to just put up that, that amount of offense to to win a game is is maybe not, not great. <laughs> just because... Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you want your defense to at least show up a little bit, but... I know Baltimore is a pretty good team. Uh, so, you know, it, that's impressive in and, in and of itself. But, uh, but yeah, that was a very fun game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one, I mean, we kind of watched the the end of that one, I, I remember. And, man, that we just kind of got a glimpse of Miami's potential, you know. <laughs> a, yeah. lot of, a lot of people worried about, you know, Tua, but. Man, I mean, he looked pretty dang good before we saw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're throwing for you know almost 500 yards. Yeah, the dude just went out there and just you know he was slinging it all over. Freaking Tyreek is the man. You know, no. Jalen is obviously sprouting into a superstar. So yeah, they've they've got a lot of talent on that Miami team. If they can make it make it happen, they're gonna be they're gonna be real tough. Yeah. Yep. And they are now two and zero after beating uh, the Patriots. So, yeah, looking real good. Um, I, I I did see. Uh, there's kind of a video going around social media right now. I don't know if you saw, but uh, somebody took Tua's Tua throwing in that game and like reversed it, so it looked like so it made it so he was throwing right handed. It made it look like he was throwing right handed. And it looks completely different. It looks like an actual quarterback. <laughs> I know that's what everyone's kind of uh, complaint was, is he's a left-handed quarterback. So it just looks really weird when he throws. But if you flip it to where it looks like he's throwing right, it actually looks really good. And so maybe it's just that the fact that he's throwing left-handed, that's throwing everyone off. 
<laughs> that, that's funny. Uh, yeah, not crazy, but um, I mean, hey, yeah, he went out and showed it. So, um, yeah, look out. Um, they might be yeah, pretty good, like we're saying. And then uh, let's see, we've got Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Rams. Man, uh, the only thing maybe that I'd say is how in the world did Atlanta keep up with the Rams? Uh, <laughs> I mean, geez, Louise, maybe that's the most telling thing is the fact that it was kind of a close game. It came down to a Hail Mary by Marcus Mariota. But um, yeah, I don't think the, Fal- the Falcons should be able to keep up with the Rams. So maybe that's more damning to the <laughs> to the Rams than it is anything else. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's that's very surprising. Um, but I mean I I don't know. Good for good for the Falcons, I guess. But yeah, it's, that uh, that some raises some question marks for the uh, you know the Rams that were you know in the Super Bowl, right? You know, and, and a couple months I mean, ago, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe you know maybe um, Matthew Stafford's elbow is a little bit more serious than we think. You know, they seem to make a make a lot of news and and you know things about that, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just shocking. But um, I mean, Cooper Cup still did what Cooper Cup does, you know, right? Absolutely destroyed, like he always does. But yeah, right. you got Cooper Cup and as many weapons as you have on that Rams offense, you should uh, you should be uh, turning off the lights against him, <laughs> not uh, not trying to compete or right. Uh, right. struggle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I could see Atlanta kind of being one of those kind of scrappy teams. I want to say their game was pretty, pretty tight last week too, wasn't it? Uh, I think. It oh was, yeah. yeah, barely lost. That's yeah, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's just tough. Two, two heartbreaking games against, or heartbreaking losses there for the for the Falcons. So, yeah, they seem just to be more of a scrappy team that's just gonna fight, you know, no matter what. Which you got to give them a lot of credit for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean this game would have been shut down and put away a long time ago, but uh, it was really by errors by the the Rams that the, the Falcons were able to come back and make it a game. Uh, I believe Matthew Stafford threw a pick in the red zone to give the ball back to the Falcons. Uh, I believe after that, the Falcons uh, blocked a punt uh, and returned it for a touchdown. Um, and then, Rams had a chance to answer to that and uh, Cooper Cup ends up fumbling it, gets gets the ball punched out and fumbles. Uh, Falcons recover and they were able to, yeah, make it into, into a game. Um, and how about uh, the rookie, uh, Drake London for the Falcons? I mean, man, that guy, uh, he's going to be, he's, he's a player. Yeah, yeah, he's on, he's on my fantasy team, so I know a yeah, little bit you, about that. But you're liking that, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I you know kind of lucked out on that, but yeah, a lot of a lot of people are high on him, and you know that's kind of what you expect when you when you draft him as high as they did. Yeah. Um. So I think it'll be kind of fun to watch that uh, offense kind of kind of grow because he, um, you know, I saw a lot of articles saying he was taking touches from Kyle Pitts um you know which could be true you know he's the he's the new target there but uh right. once the, once they figure it out you know and get pits a little bit more involved as well yeah. um you know watch out they could they could be pretty surprising and i've honestly been surprised with um uh what's his name uh marcus marcus mariota like yeah i mean i we haven't seen any really damning mistakes you know that are like there's the marcus mariota i know you know <laughs> 
he's competing against the Rams. So, you know, it's, it's surprising, but yeah, they're, they're definitely got some pieces for sure that you can build around young too. You know, Kyle Pitts is is still very young, his second year. And then, you know, going and getting Drake. I mean, they've got, they've got some weapons and when they get Calvin Ridley back, Oh boy, like watch out, watch out for this offense. Yeah, for real. Yeah. We also got to see, um, uh, Tyler Algier, their their new running back as well, uh, and this is his first game action. Uh, he ran well, but uh, they kind of fell behind early, so they were kind of tossing it around more than running it off. But uh, yeah, I mean, if they can get to the point where they can afford to to hand it off to Algier, he might be a a, a nice piece at running back for him too. So, um, so yeah, yeah, like we said, you know, rebuilding Atlanta team, but uh, yeah, looked looked good against the the Rams. Uh, Let's see. Then we had uh, Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco ends up kind of blowing them out 27 to seven. Maybe the most noteworthy thing here is uh, Trey Lance goes down with a broken ankle uh, is officially out for the year. Uh, So really a tough break there for uh, the 49ers. Um, I know I was looking forward to kind of watching him and see how he progresses throughout the year, but it's going to have to wait another year. Uh, but I know they are, uh, you know, uh, sitting fat and happy because the, they've got Jimmy G just sitting there waiting and, you know, he, he, he's got the potential to lead him to a Super Bowl. So, uh, I mean, they're lucky they, they still had him on the roster. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're really counting their blessings with, with that thing. I mean, really like, you imagine having a freaking backup that's you know as good as freaking yeah. as good as he is so is. Um, you know i i think they definitely lucked out there um and you know honestly i i think that might have been for the best i think uh trey still a little still a little young and fresh so yeah. this will this will give him some time to kind of get his head on straight you know maybe maybe uh spend a little less hours in the strip club and right. uh, you know more more in the books um, <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's, instead of focused on it's focused on the two b's you know booty and boobies so uh yeah that's right see if trey can't get his head on straight a little bit while uh jimmy g t- kind of takes over for the rest of the season and uh yeah you know, hand- handles business because i mean we can't we can't you know count them out it's still jimmy g they're still yep. gonna be in in the conversation so yep yep unbelievable so uh yeah and uh i think maybe the true seattle team really showed up that day uh they're they're probably gonna struggle so um let's see all right uh we i think uh the last kind of early game was uh i don't know yeah early game was was Seattle San Francisco a later game? I think it was. I think uh, I, sorry, we we kind of skipped over the Washington Commanders at the Detroit Lions, saving our squad for last, the best for last. We're like the worst for last since we ended <laughs> yeah, up losing. Exactly. Dang it! <laughs> um, but Detroit, man, yeah. Tough, tough team. Jeez. I I think, I think a lot of people are, uh, I think uh, we're going to be sleeping on Detroit, man. I mean, uh, Washington was, was a mess. They were absolute joke the first half. I mean, what, two, two first downs the entire first half. Yeah. Absolutely embarrassing, like uncalled for unnecessary, but uh, still, you know, Detroit went out there um, and just, 
just did their thing, man. They're they're freaking they're scrappy, you know. They they just mm-hmm. go out there and just battle. So uh yeah. and Amon Ra St. Brown, he mm. is him. Yep. He is him. That he is, is he is a future superstar, if not one right now. So oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's gonna be fun to, you know, blossom even more in that uh Detroit team and you know, he's really their, their only hope that they've, <laughs> that they've got <laughs> honestly. And, and, uh, with, uh, Swift as well, but, uh, man, yeah, they, you know, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Detroit and also Jacksonville. I think, you know, the two teams that were pretty, pretty dang awful last year. Um, those, I think those two teams are probably going to surprise us this year with, with how much they've improved. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, they, Yeah. They've re- played really well. Uh, and, I mean, we kind of knew what Detroit was wanting to do, you know, feed the rock to DeAndre Swift and just kind of pound the rock and then, you know, use the play action off of that. And they were able to do it, you know, effectively you know, against a team that was trying to stop that at all costs. And so, yeah, unbelievable. But, yeah, they've got a very good offensive line, just freaking moving people. Uh against the run so that's that's gonna you know that's only gonna help and i think their offensive coordinator he's 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 a dude so uh he knows what he's doing so they've they've got some they've actually got a team there in detroit so uh you got to be happy for that um and uh yeah commander's d is uh is the issue which was not what we thought <laughs> going into the year yeah uh, no idea <laughs> yeah i mean i thought if it was anything it was going to be carson wentz but offense kind of snapped back in back into place um to start the second half but defensively they just couldn't stop the lions and uh, that's ended up what losing them the game so yeah i mean if if that Washington defense was as tough as they were, you know, a couple of years ago, like two years ago. I mean, this, you know, they'd be a legitimate team. I mean, now right. that they've plugged Carson in, Carson's doing great. He's doing really good things. You know, he threw for 337 yards in, right. in, that, in, in that game and he's just tearing it up. He's, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, making smart plays. So it's, it's, God, it's that defense, man. And, and we've got so many weapons and, on that defense but just can't seem to figure it out it's just blown coverages all the time somebody's wide open every time it's it's yeah. mess. so they've yeah. got a lot, lot to work on there in washington for sure yeah yeah for sure um and yeah like you said about ramon ross state brad i got a, a nice stat that they kind of showed in the game but uh, i've got it pulled up here by fantasy footballers the uh their twitter page they tweeted this out uh, at the FF Ballers, uh, so you can give them a follow if you're interested in kind of, uh, yeah, fun little football stats. But uh, Amon Ross St. Brown's last seven games have consisted of eight or more catches, um, a bunch of yards, let's see, a bunch of targets, and let's see, so... Here it is. Sorry. List of players in NFL history with eight plus catches in eight straight games. Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, and Amasa, Amon Ross St. Brown. And that's the end of the list. Yeah, that that dude, that dude is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. 
Yeah, he's he is him. That's for sure. I said yeah. it once, and I'll say it again. That, that, <laughs> he's a bad man. Yep, yep. So if if they continue to feed him the ball, he he's gonna make it happen. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 know how to give him the ball and and how to make it how to make him effective. So uh, again, credit to the to that staff to you know being able to use the talent they have and make them make them effective in every game they have. So um, kind of a <laughs> kind of a funny. Uh, a funny little tweet by the lions <laughs> after their win. Um, you know how kind of the, the team's page on their social media accounts, they're always kind of posting funny videos or, or posts about when they win, you know, it's kind of a, just kind of a funny game between all the social media accounts of all the, of all the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so week one last week, a little backstory here. Uh, so week one, uh, when Jacksonville Jaguars were playing the commanders at Washington, um, the uh, some of the media personnel for the commanders were kind of walking around the stadium because it is week one, you know, kind of trying to see what's new and everything. Well, they they went to one of the kind of the fan shops, the little gift shops for the commanders <clears throat> and they noticed a mug like a little coffee mug and it had the the w the the commander's new logo their new uh, w on it but then behind the w was a burgundy state uh it was the state of washington uh and if you know <laughs> if you if you know geography the washington commanders are not from the state of washington they are <laughs> called washington commanders because of washington dc the city <laughs> um you know <laughs> on the complete opposite side of the country not the that's, state of washington. that's pretty good <laughs> yeah on the complete opposite side so i don't know who made those mugs but uh they should not be selling those because <laughs> it has nothing to do with the washington commanders somebody needs to go back to third grade and, yeah. <laughs> and learn where the team geography class <laughs> yeah so kind of embarrassing so for the when the detroit lions beat us they posted <laughs> on twitter the that victory monday coffee hits different and then it's a picture of the state of michigan where detroit is from the city detroit and it's blue the detroit line blue but it has the washington commander's w on it <laughs> for the w that the lines got <laughs> <laughs> just taking a jab at our freaking merchandisers man oh geez that's so funny uh yeah so props to them they <laughs> quite the quite the post there um anyway we, we've spent too much time on this game but uh yeah that one hit deep for us so uh we'll move on here uh next up we had cincinnati Bengals at the uh dallas cowboys and dallas with Cooper Rush at the helm, gets the upset. And boy, sky might be falling there in Cincy. Uh, uh, we saw the stat. Joe Burrowhouse now lost to Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush uh, as the opposing quarterback. So not good uh, for the Bengals. 
Yeah, the the two teams that we saw in the Super Bowl just a couple months ago are are real struggling, man. Yeah, you never would have predicted this out of Cincy. You know, they've got so many weapons, and you know, did so well last year. But yeah, they're just they seem to like get off to a real slow start. You know, it doesn't really seem like we they kind of kick in until you know later. You know, late second half almost. Yeah. And golly, you just can't do that in this league. You know, there's too many good teams. Um, but I mean, good for Cooper Rush, I guess. <laughs> going in there and getting him is getting him a dub. But yeah, some some uh, worries in uh, Cincy for sure. And it'll be interesting to see if they can turn it around. I mean, they've got the weapons. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, it was close game. Uh, Bengals came all the way back from. Uh, quite the deficit to tie it up but then cooper rush kind of marched him down the field for a last uh second game winning field goal so yeah unbelievable but uh yeah i think maybe uh that injury joe burrow had uh, before the year might be playing a bigger factor into this than we might think but um yeah hopefully they can get back on track because yeah not looking too impressive so far which is yeah disappointing there um then we've got the houston texans at the denver broncos this game was nuts um (laughs) so it was nuts just because it was so bad and uh (laughs) i don't think any of us saw that coming but denver man they do not look good and uh, i think their fans know it uh there was lots of booze going around the stadium during the game um i don't know if you you saw but um there was one play uh, Denver was in field goal range. Uh, it was like fourth down. Uh, so they marched their field goal unit out there to kick the field goal, but they took so long to kick the field goal that they got a delay of game penalty, pushed them back five yards for the delay of game. And Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Broncos decides, Nope, that's too far and pulls the, the, the field goal team <laughs> and decides to punt instead. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. And the, the fans were just livid. Oh, it, it was so funny. It panned right to a fan in the stands, right when, right when the field goal or the, the punt team was going onto the field. And this fan's face was so mad. He couldn't believe it. He was so mad. But um, yeah, it was it was not pretty there for Denver. Um, but after that, all the fans started to count down for the team. Anytime it'd get within five seconds, the whole stadium was going five, four, three. <laughs> So they wouldn't get another delay a game. <laughs> man, those Denver, those Denver fans are brutal, uh, man. Yeah, and... so funny. I wish I was at that game just just to witness that. <laughs> it was a mess, but um, yeah. So uh, they ended up getting the win. Thank goodness. Kind of a last, kind of towards the end of the game, uh, Russell Wilson ends up getting a touchdown finally to to pull ahead and Houston's offense is just so bad that they can't keep up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, oof, it, uh, it has not been very pretty for Denver. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever bounce back, but, uh, yeah, Denver is now is, is really been the, bl- the kind of been a part of all these jokes. Now. Uh, I know I just saw a tweet. It was a pic. It was a video of two clowns fighting. 
And uh, it said when Matt Rule and Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Broncos, face off in week 12. (laughs) 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 It's got two clown coaches going at it. Um, But I don't know. We'll see if they can turn it around. When you have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, you've got got to play better than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the, the slow start, but man, it's it hasn't looked good at all, you know, especially if your fans are booing you guys. <laughs> like second game of the season and right. they're, already, they're already booing them. Not like good. That's yeah. <laughs> like you know, that's usually like a later in the season after they haven't won a single game. That's when you boo them, not second game of the season. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, I guess they have high expectations of that, you know, the new face of, of the Broncos and, you know, with Russell Wilson. So yeah. you don't meet their standards. They're going to let you know. Yep. That's, that's true. Um, okay. Then we've got um, the Arizona Cardinals at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, that game was nuts. Uh, and, yeah, I'm glad it went into overtime because it was a great game. Uh, <laughs> honestly, Las Vegas probably should have won this game. They were they were really playing really well. Arizona was really struggling there for the majority of the game. But uh, Arizona comes all the way back, ends up winning the game in overtime, really by some magic from Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't know if, if you saw, but he was kind of just running all around. There was a play that lasted. He was running around for 20 plus seconds, just trying to find someone in the back of the end zone. I believe it was for the two point conversion to tie it up, to take it to overtime. He was back there just running around, just doing all, you know, shifting and moving and just doing all kinds of random things and ends up just kind of running to the side, uh, running all the way in himself because he couldn't find anyone to throw it to and ended up tying it for him to, to, you know, again, take it to overtime. It was unbelievable. But, um, and then, uh, Hunter Renfro ends up getting hit with a tough shot, fumbles the ball in overtime, uh, uh, and Cardinals recover and take it all the way back for the touchdown to, to basically end the game. So crazy game there, but, uh, Arizona ends up pulling it off. And, uh, now Raiders are 0 2. And uh, Cardinals start the year one and one. Yeah. Um, at the end of that, uh, I think it was the two point. Um, Kyler ended up getting like punched by a Raiders fan. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up getting like slapped across the face <laughs> by a Raiders fan. So that, was, right. that was quite interesting to, to witness. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was not very happy about that. So uh, I, I believe the police are, like looking into that but (laughs) i mean i feel like you're kind of asking for something like that to happen if you're gonna you know go celebrate that close to the fans but yeah why are you (laughs) celebrating with the fans at an away game (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, i mean you're kind of risking yourself when you do that but um i don't know what do i know but uh we can move on there to the sunday night game the chicago bears at the green bay packers and man um Probably should have been a lot closer than the score showed. Green Bay ended up winning 27 to 10. Uh, but uh, Justin Fields kind of had a a rush there um, uh, to make it 17-27. But they, it was like on fourth down, 
and it was kind of a scrum and they they said he didn't make it but it kind of looked like he did and i, I know a lot of people on the internet were like uh i think he made it so uh, that was kind of a, a a screw screw job there by the refs um but green bay i mean deservedly won at the yeah, just the offense is is really struggling over there in, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that that was a kind of a shady call on, on that uh, Fields, you know, rushing touchdown. Yeah, um, I think he got in, but you know, it was it was a already pretty late when it had happened. You know, I don't I don't know if there was an, enough time for Chicago to kind of really do anything with it. But you know, right. again, Green Bay, yeah, it's. It's kind of what you expected, you know. A lot of people were expecting worse from Chicago, but you know, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, at least they put up with the fight they did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the Chicago's first drive, they marched all the way down the field and scored a touchdown. So I was like, oh wow. I mean, they looked good. I was like, dang, they're gonna, they might be able to put up a fight here, and then <laughs> just fell off a cliff after that. I mean, just couldn't get anything going. It was weird, but. um but yeah, I mean, hopefully they can kind of get right. Uh, I mean, Darnell Mooney just hasn't done anything. And uh, all offseason and even kind of last year, they were saying, hyping him up, how he was going to you know, be their uh, receiving leader, you know, and, and it, you know, they only needed him uh, if they were, you know, if they're going to be able to pass the ball around the field. And, and he just, he's been non-existent. So been really weird uh over there for the receivers and things like that but uh hopefully they can get right because i think with justin fields and i mean they've got they've got some fun players on that team if they can you know if they can be relevant i think it, they could be a fun team um now to the action yesterday two monday night games uh tennessee titans at the buffalo bills uh buffalo just ends up thrashing the titans 41 to 7 and the Titans are now 0-2 after being the first seed in the East, AFC East, or sorry, in the AFC. Um, it's kind of crazy, uh, but, I mean, <laughs> everything was going Buffalo's way. It was insane. Um, I mean, uh, the, the beatdown was on. Uh, there, was, there was a punt when, when the Titans finally got the, the Bills to punt. Uh, the the punter like kicked it, and so it was kind of end over end, which is very difficult to catch for uh, punt returners. And you could tell because the the punt returner for the Titans was kind of you know shuffling around. He didn't really know how to catch it. Ends up kind of sliding to try and grab it, and just bounces off his shoulder. And Bills ended up recovering the muffed punt to get the ball back. Uh, and that's just the kind of night it was for the Titans. I mean, they just couldn't do anything right, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it, this is another game that shows the, the Bills are the Bills are them too. You know, they, they are yeah. real good. They look, they yep. look tough. Yep. You know, like 41 to 7, that's like, that's like an Alabama score that you see when they play some crap team. Like <laughs> right. they're they're legit. So, you know, yeah. it's and they just proved themselves to be even more legit. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch watch the Bills continue to just wreak havoc, man. And and then in Tennessee, I, I think 
it raises a legitimate question of you know kind of when you when uh we see uh malik if we do it all you know yeah because i mean seven points that's that's kind of embarrassing that you know Tannehill can't put up more than seven so i mean that raises the question do you put you know malik in there and kind of see what he can do or you just keep riding it out with Tannehill. It'll, it'll be interesting to see yeah yeah Tannehill had a pick six as well um yeah they were just firing on all cylinders the bills um you know and titans were good last year so to fall like that is yeah is 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 not a good sign there for the titans uh malik did uh get in the game there towards the end just kind of garbage time um and yeah you know showed some flashes so um yeah i mean i would not be surprised if it gets to the point where uh yeah uh, the the titans are just struggling so bad that uh yeah malik willis uh, ends up you know getting some starts so uh, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that and then the second game of monday night uh, minnesota vikings at the philadelphia eagles philadelphia kind of another thrashing here ends up beating minnesota 24 to 7 um and the kirk cousins primetime struggles continue <laughs> yes yeah i mean uh man philly philly looked pretty dang good man they yeah jalen hurts he yeah man he's i think i think the uh questions you know going around about him on uh if he's the one should uh kind of be hush hush now yeah dude the dude is a man so um you know really proved himself and uh I was surprised with um, big play Slay and how well he did against Justin Jefferson. Mm, yeah, dude just shut him down. He made yeah. his son. So yeah, he stepped up. Was, yeah, he stepped up big time. Um, you know, kind of reason why they call him big play Slay, right? So yeah. Um, but yeah, Philly, watch out, man. They they look pretty tough this year. They've got a lot of weapons. So yep, no, they do. They looked real good, and. But yeah, you're exactly right. Like they kept showing uh, Jalen Hurts like benching like 500 pounds in like high school or not benching, squatting. Uh, and then I guess he's in college. He was squatting 600 pounds. So yeah, guys, guys, crazy. Um, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a beast. So yeah, yeah, pains me to say it, but yeah, they look real good. Um, and, but you got to give them credit, you know, they, they kind of went all in, uh, you know, traded for some big time players, some big time talent, opened up that checkbook and, uh, you know, just started handing out cash. So uh, and it seems to be paying off for them. So, um, yeah, look out because they might be a pretty good team here. And, uh, yeah, we might be sleeping on the, the Eagles a little bit. Uh, I mean, Minnesota is a good team. I think they're going to be a good team, even after getting beat up like that uh that just that that just tells you i think how good the eagles might be uh yeah, being able to shut down minnesota like that i absolutely agree yeah i think minnesota by you know by the end is is going to be a pretty good team but yeah again it's just philly's real scary so uh <laughs> keep your eyes eyes out on them they're going to be uh you know you're not going to want to play them they're, <laughs> they're, they're tough yep yep for sure All right, uh, to wrap up uh, this episode of Coaching from the Couch NFL Edition, we go back to our weekly picks. Um, and I guess real quick, a, a crazy stat. Um, 
NFL passing leaders through Sunday. The number one passing leader was Tua Tungavaloa from the Miami Dolphins with 739 passing yards. Number two was Carson Wentz with 650 passing yards. Whoa! Number three, Joe Flacco with 616 <laughs> passing yards. Uh, well, that made me feel a little bit good about Carson, but uh, <laughs> now that uh, Joe Flacco's in there, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> right? Crazy. Um, I don't know if those changed after the games yesterday on uh, Monday night, probably with Josh Allen, but kind of crazy that those were the leaders after Sunday. Um and, you know, a lot of those guys are higher up on that list either way. So uh, I don't think anyone saw that coming, but uh, kind of crazy, uh, kind of living in a crazy age. Um, I guess another thing I wanted to point out, the rookie receivers in this year's draft, man, showing up. Uh, we've mentioned we mentioned uh, Drake London uh, killed it last game for the Falcons. Uh, Garrett Wilson showed up uh, uh, in a big time, showed up big time, I guess, for the Jets in their win against the, the Browns. We know Jahan Dotson from the Commanders has been killing it. He's got a touchdown in each of the games he's played in now. Uh, Chris Olave has, has played well. Uh, not as well as maybe some of these other ones, but, I mean, he's good. I'm sure he'll, you know, get in the groove of things. Um, so, kind of crazy, but uh, this was a really good receiver class. So, I uh, just thought I'd point that out. Um, oh, sorry, were you going to say them? No, no. Okay. Uh, just yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones, a lot of good players. So yeah, yep. They just keep getting better and better. So I'm sure there'll be even more next year. Um. Okay, let's go through our picks and see uh, who won this week in our uh, kind of pick matchup. Um. So you had on Thursday night the Los Angeles Chargers beating the Kansas City Chiefs. And you were wrong. Uh, Boo! <laughs> Kansas City ended up winning that game. That's who I had winning it. And so I am on the board. Um, Boo! <laughs> and then um, New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. I had Cleveland winning that game. Um, so I was wrong there. Looks like you had Cleveland as well. Um, next game, Washington Commanders at the Detroit Lions. You had Washington in that game. Detroit ended up winning. So, um, oh for three for the boy. Um, but <laughs> good start. Wow, I'm killing it. Yeah, nice job here, boy. Um, no, I, I, I. Got that one wrong as well. Um, but here we go. We had Tampa Bay over the New Orleans Saints. And so I got that one right. And you did as well. Um, and then you had the G-Man over the Carolina Panthers. So you were correct there. Um, I also had the G-Man. So um, there we go. Two in a row for both of us. I had Pittsburgh beating New England, but New England ended up coming out with the win. I shouldn't have bet against Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> dang it. Uh, but you had that one right. Oh, no, you didn't. Sorry, you had the same pick as I did. 
Great. Uh, so uh, we both got that one wrong. Oh, and then looky here, you had Jacksonville beating the Indianapolis Colts, and That's you were right. right there. So yeah, yeah, nice, nice pick there. Um, I also had Jacksonville beating the Colts, and so we both get that one correct. And then I had Miami. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> the what are the Ravens? I know I got lucky there. They came all the way back. Thank goodness, and I ended up getting that one correct. Um, you ended up going Baltimore on that one. Um, and so an X there for you. Uh, then you had the Los Angeles Rams against the uh Atlanta Falcons, so you were correct there. Uh, I as well had the Los Angeles Rams, uh, so put that one up. And then I had Seattle beating San Francisco. <laughs> if, Trey, <laughs> if Trey Lance uh finishes that game. I think uh, I probably end up getting that right. No way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're tripping. The second Jimmy G was in there, they were rolling. But, um, yeah, they were were, uh, struggling there with uh, Trey Lance at the helm. But um, you ended up uh, predicting that one right. So, yeah, (laughs) nice job, man. (laughs) Yeah, and you picked uh, Cincinnati Bengals over the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Jeez, so you freaking got that right. <laughs> No, I got that one wrong as well. I did predict the Denver Broncos beating the Houston Texans. So I did get that one right. Um, and you did as well. And then you had Las Vegas beating the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, Arizona came storming back to win they that game. They should have won that game. <laughs> they really should have. That was a kind of embarrassing loss. They are now 0-2. Not good there for the Va- Raiders. I did have uh, Arizona, though, beating the good Raiders. Good golly. <laughs> so give me that one. And I also had the Green Bay Packers beating the Chicago Bears. Um, And you did as well. So we both get that one right. And then we go into Monday night. Uh, you had Buffalo beating the Tennessee Titans. No questions asked there. I as well had that. And I had Philadelphia beating the Minnesota Vikings. You as well had that one correct. Um, so let's uh, tally them up. Let's see. So the boy. Not a good week for Blake. <laughs> yeah, you, you did well the first week. So uh, it, it's my turn to shine. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I guess I'll ham help. The there you go. Let's see. You had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, correct. And I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Let's go. Jeez. Coming in clutch. All righty. That takes us to next week's week three picks. Um, I guess real quick, any of these games that you're particularly looking forward to uh, before we make our picks? Oh, man. I don't know. I think, uh, let's see. Ooh, Miami at uh or buffalo at miami that one might be good yeah um 
you know, I think Buffalo's defense might give Miami some some problems, but uh, we'll see how good Miami's offense is there. Yeah. Um, I think the Rams at the Cardinals might be pretty good too. Um, okay. I think with the uh, how the Rams are struggling, I think they're kind of about the same tier as Arizona. So I think that might be a hard fought battle there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, other than that. Yeah, I, I mean, I got to point out Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles Chargers. That's quite the travel there for the Jags, so that might, uh, you know, hurt them a little bit. But, um, you know, with what they showed last week, they might be able to put up a, a performance there. And if Justin Herbert's not there, you know, they might be able to win that game. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Without think, without Herbert, they yeah, they might be able to go into LA with a win. Yeah, so that would be a very, very good game. Um, yeah, I, I really like the ones you pointed out. Uh, Detroit at Minnesota. Uh, we now know Detroit is a lot better than maybe we think. So I think that one might be tough too. Maybe Detroit can can go in there and shock some people and beat the beat the the Vikings. Um, and uh, let's see, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. So Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the two old geezers in the NFL going at it. So uh, <laughs> those are two very good teams. That'll be that'll be interesting to see who comes out on top on that one. Um, okay, uh, so the first uh, game Thursday night, uh, September twenty second, we've got Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, who you got winning that matchup? Gosh, I'm going. I think Pittsburgh goes into Cleveland and gets a dub. Dang. Okay. Pittsburgh getting the dub at Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh as well, I think. Nice. Uh, I don't trust Jacoby Brissett on Thursday night. <laughs> uh, the, the spotlight too bright for Jacoby. It's too much. <laughs> uh, then we've got the Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. Uh, give me Chicago in this one. Um, that one's probably going to be just a a, a struggle fest to score, but I think Chicago's, I don't know, is just enough, just a little bit better than Houston. So give me, give me the bears. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. It's going to be okay. a slug fest for awfulness, but uh, I think Chicago being at home, I think I'll give them just a little bit more of an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders at the Tennessee Titans. Who you got winning that one? Gosh. So either team that loses will fall to zero and three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you are correct, which is kind of crazy because both I... these teams made the playoffs last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Raiders go into Tennessee and get a dub. Wow! I don't think the Raiders will start zero and three. I think Tennessee's got some questions, but I'm going going Vegas with all their talent and stuff. They they've they get they've been close in all their games, but uh, I think yeah, they, I think they take this one. No, I think I'm with you. I'll go Vegas as well. Uh, yeah, I think they got a lot of talent, enough talent on offense to to be able to put up some points. And I don't know if Tennessee can keep up. Okay, um, Kansas City Chiefs at the Indianapolis Colts. I got Kansas City going there and beating down on the Matt Ryan Indianapolis Colts. What about you? Um, this is going to be a bold prediction, but I'm going 
It's Chiefs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's not a chance in crap the Colts are going to beat the Chiefs. No, I don't that's think gonna, so. That's going to be an embarrassing game for the Colts. Yeah. They're just going to throw all over them. So. Yeah. Let's hope they don't get shut out like they did last week, but who <laughs> yeah. knows? Um, okay, who do you got? Buffalo at Miami. Maybe the game of the week. Yeah, it'll be a tough, tough matchup, but uh, I think the Bills are still... Still too much to handle. I think that defense is going to cause all sorts of problems there for Tua and that offense. So give me the Bills going into Miami and taking the dub. Well, all right. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Buffalo as well. This team just looks and feels different. So I think they'll be ready. And um, yeah, defensively, they just, yeah, they just might be nervous. Too much talent there on defense that I think oh, we'll be yeah. able to keep up with Miami's um, high-scoring offense. Um, then uh, we've got Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Man. This one's yeah. tough, too. Yeah, this one's tough. Give me... Give me Minnesota here. Uh yeah, give me Minnesota bounce back after a rough uh Monday night loss there to the Eagles. Yeah, I was I was gonna hope I was hoping you'd say Detroit because I agree. I think uh I think Minnesota's gonna come out a little little angry, um, kind of have something to prove at home. So yeah. yeah, give me give me Minnesota at home. Perfect. Uh then we've got the uh, Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. Uh who you got winning this one? Baltimore, um, I think they're again coming out coming out angry after that loss to Miami. Um, so give me give me Baltimore. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep, I agree. I think New England's offense has looked kind of suspect um, all season, and uh, yeah, I think Baltimore is going to be able to run all over those boys and yeah, get that win and avenge their. Uh, kind of crazy last to Miami last week. Uh, then we've got Cincinnati Bengals at New York Jets. Man, Bengals have let us down two weeks in a row, but I don't think there's any way they lose to the Jets. Give me yep. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Joe Flacco, but your time has come. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was gonna say I don't, I don't think there's any chance that since he starts on three, I just. Too much talent. There's no way. Yeah, that would be quite the upset. But um, man, Bengals haven't looked too good either. So who knows? Um, then we've got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders. All right, I think Philly goes into Washington and snakes one away. I think take me Philly Dang. going into Washington and taking a dub. Yeah, it just looked too good. Yeah, they, they just really did. Too good. <laughs> and after watching Washington's run defense, Philly's gonna just run all over him. So, oh yeah, not looking too good there for the Commanders. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll go to uh, Philadelphia as well. Then we've got the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers, and man, I'm going New Orleans Saints here. I think this game might be pretty close too. I think Carolina, you know, they always kind of step up for those division games, but I don't know. I think too much offensive firepower there for the Saints. I think they'll be able to put up more points 
than the Carolina Panthers are going to be able to with with Baker. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think uh, with the weapons New Orleans has, it's it's just going to end up coming down to just the fact that they can just flat out outscore them. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then we've got Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, now, are we guessing this on Herbie? It, do, have they come out and said if Herbert's going to play or not? I don't think they have. They um, I think he's like day to day, but let me double check. Because um, that has that weighs a lot on this decision. Yes, it does for sure. That that uh, would sway things. Let me double check and see if I've got an update on Herbie. Um, yeah, it just says day to day. Yeah, honestly, I would think he plays. Yeah, uh, and he, he just he just gets those injections, you know, to help with the pain. Um, because I think to properly heal those, I think he'd have to like miss the whole season. And I don't know if he's going to want to do that. I think he'll just kind of deal with the pain and maybe get those injections to help with it. Um, okay. Uh, But yeah, in that case, I mean, I don't know if it changed that much, but give me LA at home. Um, I think. I think they bounced back from that loss against Kansas City. So give me give me them at home taking the dub against Jacksonville. All right. The Los Angeles Chargers getting the dub. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um yeah, I think I'm with you. I just think that that travel's kind of tough. Uh and yeah, even if Herbert's not a hundred percent. I mean, he wasn't a hundred percent for like the second half of the 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 Chiefs game, and he was still slinging that thing all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah. So I've got Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Man, I'm going Los Angeles Rams. I honestly haven't been too impressed here with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, yeah, I know they barely snuck out a win there last week against the Raiders. So, you know, I'm sure they're feeling good about that one. But Rams are, I think, a whole nother animal, uh, even though they've been struggling a little bit. But, yeah, still give me the Rams there on that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm with you. I think uh, uh, I just... It's hard to bet against Cooper Cup, man. I think man. <laughs> like just giving the ball, it just takes over. So <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. Give the, yeah, give me the Rams going into Arizona and taking it down. Okay. Uh who do you got in the Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks? Ooh. The battle of the stinkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me Atlanta. They've been very close in both, you know up to this point. All their games have been very close. Okay. And Seattle was a mess last week so give me give me atlanta wow okay man um yeah honestly i'm with you i'm going to atlanta here uh haven't been super impressed with seattle and i think they just you know they just showed up when they played the broncos just because they wanted to prove 
you know, everybody that, <laughs> yeah. that Russell Wilson made a mistake. So, um, and even then they almost lost that game, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like what Atlanta has been doing. Yeah. Like, like we said earlier, they've been playing tough, kind of scrappy. So I think they go in there and get a hard fought win. Um, Okay, Green Bay Packers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This will be Mike Evans serving that suspension. And, man, give me Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going into Tampa Bay and getting the win. Wow. Um, Yeah. What do you you think? You're going the other way? I think I'm going the other way. I think this might be the deciding factor game. I think... uh, Tom Brady at home will, will find a new way, and um, Julio will be back for that one, correct? Um, yes, probably. He almost played, yeah, yeah last so, week, and they they got him the ball quite a bit, yeah, uh, week one. So, uh, take give me uh, Tampa Bay at home, all right, all right, I like it. Uh, and then we've got the San Francisco 49ers at the Denver Broncos. Uh, who do you think's winning this? One? Uh, now that it's Jimmy G, I'm going San Francisco. Okay. It's because Denver. <laughs> they, yeah, we kind of talked about that. I don't, I mean, this might be the game where they turn things around, but I have not been very impressed so far. So give me San uh, Francisco. Yeah, I'm with you there, honestly. Um, honestly, if it was Trey Lance, yeah, I might go the other way. But uh, yeah, Jimmy G, he knows how to win those games. So I think he goes in there and uh, shows shows him who's daddy. Um, <laughs> Jimmy G. He, Jimmy G is daddy. <laughs> Jimmy G is daddy. Um, then the Monday night game, we've got the Dallas Cowboys with Cooper Rush going to New York Giants against Danny Dimes. Um, and give me the the G man here starting the year three and oh for like the first <laughs> time ever. It seems like. <laughs> I am oh, right in Brian Dable, and honestly, if Dak was playing, it I'd probably go the other way. But I don't know if Cooper Rush has that much magic in him. So give me Danny Dimes and the G Man. I hate that I agree with you, but I do. I think <laughs> I think if Dak was in, it would be a completely different situation. But yeah, I just don't think I don't think uh, Cooper Rush has two weeks of what he did last week in him. No. There's just no way. No. All right. Well, I think we have one pick that's different. So it'll all come down to that pick once again. I mean, a lot of these games kind of been, uh, you know, kind of chalk, it seems like. But and we still get them wrong. But uh, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we seem so confident in a lot of these picks and then it ends up going the other way. But hey, that's what makes football and the NFL so great. Uh, Anything can happen any any week. But um that wraps up uh, week our week three picks. Uh, excuse me, our week three picks. Uh, so we will keep an eye on those and see how we do. Um, and uh, that about wraps up uh, this historic week. I, I found another um, stat that I, I wanted to share. Let me see if I can't find it. But uh, in a historic week in the NFL uh, in week two, it's been 3,934 days since the Jets, Jaguars, Lions, and Giants all won on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. I don't even know how many years that is. Let's see. So we've got 
three nine three four. Let's divide that by three sixty five. What did I say? Three nine three four. It's been over ten years since the last time <laughs> all of those won on the same day. Holy cow! I was nine. You were nine years I old. I was nine years old. I was fifteen. <laughs> Jeez. Holy cow. Unbelievable. So in a historic moment here in the NFL. So that I should guys... be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. They've been bad that long. But uh, hey, it's a new day for Jags, Jets, uh, Lions, and Giants fans. So congrats to them. And uh, let's hope they can keep it up. Uh, uh, you know, maybe continue this hot streak that you're on after winning one game. And then. Uh, yeah, take it into week three and, uh, you know, let's make it two in a row. Uh, Giants, uh, let's see, Giants, Jets, uh, Lions, and Jaguar fans. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So, uh, but I think that, yeah, that's just a testament. That's a lot of these teams, hey, they're they're starting to head in, you know, a, a better direction than than days of old. So uh, we're, we're always happy to see that. Um but again, I think that about uh, sums up uh, week two and kind of gives you guys a little preview of week three. Uh, and hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you have, please uh, subscribe, review, once again, share with your friends. And um, yes, we will uh, once again be in touch after week three and see uh, how our picks went. And uh see uh who's who's celebrating the dub um all right well uh thanks again for listening and uh we will uh, we will talk to you guys next week we are out